All right, everybody. Today's topic is authenticity and holiness. Um, Going with the topic of today, authenticity, I have decided to not use a script. I have like really sparse notes. So this could be either really fun and exciting, or this could be the train wreck that you can't look away from. Either way, Nick Chamberlain, our engineer, has his work cut out for him. All right, Nick, run my intro. Hey, it's Rochelle, and you're listening to Clumsy Theosis, a production of Catholic Answers. Welcome to the place to transform the world by transforming yourself. Yeah, so today, no script, meaning that normally I have prepared extensive notes that I relate to you on my podcast. And the reason I prepare such lengthy notes is because I only give myself 10 to 15 minutes per episode for Clumsy Theosis. And that's mostly because I value your time and I don't want to waste it just blabbing along um, trying to get to my point. Um, I figure you're busy. I'm busy. I want to give you as much meaty information as I can in those 10 to 15 minutes. But like I said, today, no script. We'll see how meaty everything is and we'll see how much babbling occurs. (laughs) Um, And before we begin, those of you who are subscribed to the podcast probably noticed that last week there was no episode. And that's because I got a really bad summer cold and I lost my voice. Um, But if you followed me on Instagram, you would have seen the video that I released um, letting you guys know in the whatever voice I had left at the time that there wasn't going to be an episode. Um, so if you want to keep up with what's going on on the podcast or other things that I want to share, um, please go on Instagram and follow at Clumsy Theosis. Um, I think we're all going to have a really good time over there. This way we can interact with each other. I can interact with you. You can send me direct messages, all that jazz. Lots of fun stuff. And thank you for everyone who sent me um, get well wishes on DM. Really thoughtful and um, did help the recovery process. Okay, so today's topic, authenticity and holiness. Of course, I do this podcast, right? But this is not my day job. My day job actually is in marketing. I work in the marketing department here at Catholic Answers, mostly doing social media, some branding, some ad work, super fun stuff. But the majority of my time I spend on social media. And I think that social media is excellent for businesses. It's excellent for people who want to stay in touch. Um, It is a great, great tool depending on how you use it. There's so many possibilities here at Catholic Answers. We reach hundreds of thousands of people all over the world through social media and through Clumsy Theosis on Instagram. There's hundreds of people that I've been able to interact with and it's been super fun. But there is a dark side to social media and I'm sure you're tired of hearing it just like I am. You know, we've all heard that, you know, the more time you spend on social media, the less happy you are in life. And that makes so much sense when you think about the fact that people are not real on social media. We only present our best foot. You know, we put our, we only present our best foot. What's that? We put our best foot forward and we present our best selves on social media. And 
that's smart in some ways because we don't want everyone out there in the world to know all of our business or our whole friend group to know everything about us. We don't want to be those people that overshare and we definitely, there are some things that just don't need to be shared. You know what I mean? Jelly bean. Back to the, the problematic side of social media. And I think that has to do with perfection and perfectionism. And we all want to succeed in everything that we do, right? But it's become problematic for us because we don't know when to turn that off. And if people, if there's research out there saying that people that spend a lot of time on social media are unhappy, that I think is just going to increase because we're creating these online personas of ourselves that we are carrying out into the real world, into our real interactions with people. And so there's no authenticity there. And this is going to be detrimental to our personal lives and our personal relationships and to our spiritual lives and our holiness. Jesus tells us in Luke's gospel, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. So with regard to loving your neighbor and yourself what I've noticed on social media, and this is coming from someone who does this as a job, social media is my job, it's become dehumanizing. And I say that because we've turned people into products. And when it comes to products and services, we expect a certain level of quality in order for us to justify spending our money on that product or that service. And we've started to do this with people. But instead of with money, we have, we do it, we do it with time, you know, so we need to justify whether or not someone is worth our time on social media. We don't want posts in our feeds that are going to clog it up and waste our time. We only want to see positive things. We're part of this good vibes only culture right now. And we're losing the opportunity to love and to serve others. And like I said, this isn't now strictly applicable to social media. It's, it's with our interactions with people. When you go and you meet someone for coffee or you meet someone for lunch or you have a phone call, which, you know, we don't have phone calls anymore with people. We just have text conversations. But regardless, whenever we're interacting with someone, it's only telling them the positive things. And that does a disservice to the other person. First off, um, a priest told me this once and I was shocked. Um, I had never thought of it this way. But when you do not allow someone the opportunity to be charitable towards you, you've done them a disservice. Because we're you know, we're meant for communion. We've talked about this before, how we require each other in order to be purified, in order to to become holy. And I'm I am guilty of this too. I'm not gonna lie, because I think that this is essential for us to be able to grow in holiness. The this ability to be authentic in social media without oversharing, but not only in social media, like I said, this carries over into regular everyday life. We just have this false persona that everyone is perfect and that everyone is happy and that everyone is getting a raise and a promotion and they're following their dreams and they have this super awesome career or they have this like perfect family. And it's not true. That's what everyone is striving for, but that's not really how it is. Everyone has struggles 
all the time. And that's just life and the human condition. So in that passage from Luke, it said, love your neighbor as yourself. And okay, so if this is the way we're treating other people, why is that? Because we're also treating ourselves that way. And that might seem a little harsh, you know, like we're treating ourselves as products. But have you ever heard the phrase, you are your brand? Okay, I went to business school and... That is something that I'm very familiar with. I also hear it in the work that I do here. And now it seems like everybody in America, maybe even everybody in the world, is some sort of an entrepreneur, like at least in their side hustle. Um, And so you, you hear this phrase, you are your brand, you are your brand. You hear it all the time. I tell you, if I hear it one more time, I'm probably gonna throw up. Um, because it makes me sick to realize that we've done this to ourselves. And it's really ironic because we're from a generation that is anti-label. Like we don't want to be labeled. We don't want anyone to put a label on us. We don't want to be put in a box. Uh, we're all about fluidity. You know, when it, fluidity of gender, you know, we make decisions. We don't want anything nailed down or concrete. We want everything to be pliable when it comes to, you know, what marriage is, you name it. That's what our generation is all about. Yet we have branded ourselves and that's the only thing that we want to be concrete and definable and that is this persona that we've created that we want the world to see when they see us but that's not us that's not us authentically so branding if you don't know what that is if if that's not your field we are familiar with brands right brand name products now branding super simple explanation is when you take that product and you create the way that it is perceived by a customer or a potential customer. And this is also true of services too. We're no longer judging products and services on what they objectively are, but I can't stand that phrase, you are your brand, because I am not my brand. I am a person, just like you're a person, you know, and we are made in the image and likeness of God. We have inherent dignity and worth, We deserve love, mercy, kindness, generosity. We deserve to be treated as people and not products. And theosis, it's about perfecting the person that you are through God's grace, not the brand that you've created or the brand that you want to be. It's perfecting the person. And when we start looking at ourselves as a brand, this is going to affect our spiritual lives as well. The reason I can say that is because I know that our spiritual life is a relationship with God. A relationship is love in action. In order to love, we need to be present. But in order to be present to God, to our neighbor, we need to be vulnerable. And when we walk with our brand, you know, the brand we've created for ourselves, if we walk around presenting that to the world rather than who we are, then we're not open to the possibility of interacting with someone on a loving level. Everything is superficial. It's, you know, just on the surface. And in my opinion, it's not really worth much, but hey, that's just me. So keeping on the topic of authenticity and giving you a bit of a real world example of the need to be vulnerable, to be present, to love God and grow in your spirituality. Me as a person, Rochelle, I have this wound, I've had it for a long time, this wound of not being listened to. Isn't that funny? Like the ministry that the Lord intended me 
to have was one where I talk into a microphone and then people listen to what I have to say. Um, a good friend of mine pointed out to me how cunning and how crafty the enemy is, um, knowing that this would be the uh, ministry that the Lord had for me and, you know, trying to instill that wound in me so long ago. Uh, but, you know, I am not worried about it because I know Jesus wins. And so the enemy can, you know, take a walk with all that. But when where this wound is concerned, I've healed in so many ways and, and in so many areas of my life, you know, through uh, Catholic counseling and prayer and all that, but sometimes it pops up. And recently it has been popping up with regard to this podcast. And I know it's a lie. And part of that is your reaction, the listener's reaction. I was so surprised to see, you know, how many downloads and how many listens each episode has um, for Clumsy Theosis. I think we're at like at least 700 per episode. And I've received fan mail of all things. Like I, that blows my mind even. Um, that, you know, I'm receiving emails and DMs on Instant Messenger from you guys saying how much you love the podcast, what you're learning from it. I mean, it just shows me that you guys like me. You just really, really like me. <laughs> but all seri- in all seriousness, that wound is still there. And regardless of what is said to me um, through, you know, emails or other people's, you know, compliments or praise, this wound is not going to go away um, on its own. You know, I'll I'll need the Lord to help with that for him to speak his truth into it and to heal those wounds. But if I walk around with the Clumsy Theosis brand, you know, like I've created a brand for this ministry and I walk around um, and I, you know, go and sit in front of the Lord with this brand on the outside, you know, facing forward rather than me, Rochelle, who has this wound. I'm not going to make any progress. I'm not going to heal. I'm not going to receive all these additional graces. I'm not going to hear what else the Lord wants to talk to me about. And that's what really prayer is going to be, is hearing what the Lord has to say. If I go in there with my brand first, you know, this holy person who has it all together, who knows all the answers, all the wisdom, all that. I mean, come on, not only is Jesus going to laugh at me, but nothing's going to happen. I'm just going to sit there and tell him all my plans. And he's just going to be like, oh, honey, you just, you don't even know, you know, and that's not going to further our relationship. And I'm not going to hear what it is that the Lord wants to tell me. And that's not just true for me. That's true for everyone out there. You know, that's, that's true for the young executive who's, you know, super young, but already has a six figure salary for, you know, that friend that you have on Instagram that seems to be like this total jet setter. And they're out there posting all these pictures from all these foreign places that they're traveling or, you know, that supermodel friend that you have that posts like the most beautiful selfies all the time. Or even like the homeschool mom who has like a handful of children and they always look perfect. They're always well behaved. You know, they have these wonderful pictures on social media. And then even in person, they just kind of seem to have it all together. That's what we want people to see. That's not really how it is. You know, like in all of these cases, all of these people are not what they look like on the outside because we're human. We interact with each other all day long. And in interacting with each other, we are sinning in our thoughts, (laughs) sinning in our actions, sinning in our inaction. And that's just going to give us more baggage, baggage that we need to bring to the foot of the cross and leave there. And just sit and listen. And when we sit and listen in prayer, 
That is what we refer to as passive prayer. And I did a previous episode on prayer called Prayer, Are You Doing It Right? But in that podcast, I talk about forms of active prayer, where we are actively engaging our intellect and our imagination. Passive prayer is when we leave all those things at the door and we just settle in and let the Holy Spirit come upon us and then just like work in our soul and do all this awesome magic. You know, the Lord goes in there and he like does a total spring cleaning in our soul. And what he does is he heals what needs to be healed in us. He tells us about who he is. But at the same time, he's telling us about who we are, who we are intended to be and who we are right now and what needs to be done, you know, between here and there. But yeah, passive prayer requires authenticity. We need to be aware of who we are and we need to be unafraid to be who we are. And I think I would like to do a episode on passive prayer in the near future because that for me is where all the magic happens. Not to say that there's no grace in active prayer. There's tons of grace there. But this is, it's just different. And we need to have both in our life in order to have a very robust prayer life and uh, relationship with the Lord. But in order for us to even get to that level, like I said, we need to be authentic. We need to be authentic with each other. We need to let people see who we really are. We need to be unafraid to see people who they are. You know, like they're encroaching on my time. They're encroaching on, you know, my life and what I have to do, like, I really don't want to have to sit and have a conversation with this person or be, you know, um, be the shoulder for them to cry on. I I know it sounds horrible, but that's kind of in general what we've devolved into. And I'm, I'm no saint here either. I, I do the same thing, but I'm working on being present to people, being vulnerable to people so that I can love them to be charitable towards them and grow and love myself and let the Lord love others through me and love me through those interactions with other people. And yeah, so before we get to the podcast on passive prayer, let's all just work on authenticity and see what areas of our life we're not being authentic in. And even when we're in, even when we're at at church, in mass, at liturgy, you know, like watch yourself, evaluate yourself. What are you doing? How much of you is actually present in the liturgy and how much of you is faking it? How much of you wants everyone to think that you're like perfect and super holy? And how much of you is really trying to just surrender to the Lord and be holy? This is a question I have to ask myself all the time because I am guilty of this too. But yeah. Okay, everyone. That's it. That's today's episode. So like I said, this could have been really exciting for you or this could have just been the train wreck you couldn't look away from. Either way, it was unscripted, it was authentic, it was a lot about what I thought, not so much heavy on the actual church doctrines or scripture, but it was on my heart, and I feel like the Holy Spirit really wanted me to put it out there, say it to you guys, and um, create a community of authentic Catholics. Yeah. So I kind of felt a little bit like uh, Porky Pig during some parts of this episode, you know, that's all folks, you know, just couldn't get my words out, just uh, stumbling. But that's what happens when you don't have a script. Oh, oh, if you did like this unadulterated version of Rochelle, you might also want to check out this podcast that I will be on on July 19th. I'm going to be interviewed by Bill Snyder, and he is the host of a Catholic podcast called Young Catholics Respond. 
If you don't know Bill and if you don't know this podcast, you're totally missing out. I will find a way to put a link out for you guys to hear the podcast, um, probably on Instagram. So you need to follow me on Instagram at Clumsy Theosis. And if you haven't hit the subscribe button, you need to subscribe. I'd like to hear what you guys have to say, what you like about the podcast, what you want to hear about on the podcast, or just anything in the realm of spirituality in general. Email me, DM me on Instagram. I have some stuff in the works based off of things that you guys have reached out to me and told me you want to hear about. So stay tuned. Tell your friends. And until then, you can transform the world by transforming yourself. All right. Be authentic, everyone. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in this week to Clumsy Theosis. Each week, we explore a topic within the Catholic faith to aid listeners like yourself, as well as yours truly, in the advancement and deepening of the spiritual life and the personal ownership of our relationship with the big guy upstairs and his church. As cliche as it sounds, the world needs you. Become who you were created to be with Clumsy Theosis, the place to transform the world by transforming yourself.